At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, Baton Rouge. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Kelly Midlin Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Kelly, you good? You like that rapid fire? Yeah, I'm good. What, what? I was, the rapid fire was good. Yeah, we want to do some more rapid fire with Todd Wright? Let's do it. All right, so this is from a fantasy perspective, but this is obviously going to have betting correlation as well with props. He is the greatest radio host to ever walk the face of planet Earth. I will not be debated on the subject from All Night with Todd Wright back in the day on ESPN Radio. Of course, he's got the Todd Wright Fantasy Football uh, Podcast these days and the Todd Wright Toddcast. It's Todd Wright, everybody. How you doing, Todd? Good morning, Gil. All right, let's do this. You ready to do this rapid fire? I am. Okay. Eagles at Lions. Uh, What do we do with Jalen Hurts? Still a good option? We're wondering if he's still the best option in the red zone, or does A.J. Brown change that? I don't see any running back there right now that changes that. And we just remind everybody there were only five players in the National Football League last year who had more rushing touchdowns than Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm looking for in this game. Okay. Uh, Niners at Bears, we have another sort of conundrum, if you will, because we have a new quarterback in Trey Lance. Uh, But Debo got a lot of the touches when it counted last year. What do we do there? He really did, and they were rushing touches or jet sweeps where they'd just line them up in the backfield um, as the season went on late in the season and obviously in that playoff game that they won against the Packers. Is that now Trey Lance's job to, to do that as basically a second running back? That's what I'm wondering in San Francisco. And also, as a quick aside, Gil, yes. for better apologists, when Justin Fields comes off the field this year, is he going to sit on the bench again and stare into space? What do good quarterbacks actually do when they come off the field? They get coached. They grab a tablet. They talk to a coordinator. Justin Fields does none of that. Let's see if he does it this year. (laughs) I hate to laugh, but it is oh so true. All right, Steelers at Bengals. Um, Obviously, Najee had a big rookie year last year, kind of under the radar-ish, but uh, those who played fantasy certainly were aware of it. What do we do now there? Because we have a new quarterback in Pittsburgh as well ridiculous amount of touches last year in Pittsburgh. He was RB4 in my scoring settings. I call him the the volume vacuum in Pittsburgh. So do new quarterbacks change how much Najee Harris touches the ball? Fantasy owners who invested in him as an RB1 hope not. I need to see it to believe it because I still think he's the Steelers' best offensive player. All right. Rapid fire on fantasy has, uh, of course, prop 
uh, implications as well. Patriots at Dolphins. I've already said the Dolphins are the team I have the least feel for, uh, and I'm curious what you think about you know Tyreek Hill's comments this offseason, how great he thought Tua was. If you read into that, if you take that, uh, if you take him at his word, and then on the Patriots side, I mean, this is the oldest tried and true fantasy question there always is. What is Bill Belichick doing in the backfield? Yeah, I'm with you on Tyreek Hill. You've touted Tua that he does things as good or some things better than Mahomes. Let's see it. Warren Sharp, Warren Sharp said last year, Tua was number one on first and second down with a clean pocket. If that is true this year, Tyreek Hill is going to be extremely productive and make as many big plays as he made in Kansas City. And from the Patriots, don't know if you saw this, Gil, within the last, I don't know, eight hours, there's already a report out of New England that if this new offensive RPO plan for Mac Jones doesn't work, they could dump it and go back to the Alabama offense that Mac Jones ran um, early or at some point in the season. Damian Harris, most touchdown dependent running back in the National Football League last year. Uh, I sense regression there. We have reports Ramondre Stevenson will get some early down work. That's what I'm looking for in that game. All right, two big backs for fantasy owners in the uh, Browns and Panthers game. And by big, I mean large fantasy implications. One, uh, speaking of you know reports of the last eight hours, we saw that, uh, that Christian McCaffrey got on an injury report. Then they were sort of downplaying it, saying it, ah, oh, just a little shin thing. He's going to be all right. But if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, you've got to be sort of scared about his ability to sort of get through any game, let alone a season at this point. And then there's Nick Chubb on the Browns side. A touch fest, both carries and targets this week? What do you think about both of these guys? Yeah, with McCaffrey and DJ Moore, they were two of my untouchables coming into fantasy drafts because uh, of the team they play for and because they are coached by Matt Rule. And here, here we go with McCaffrey again, especially with some fantasy owners investing a top five or six uh, overall pick in him. And Gil, you and I consistently talk about how Kevin Stefanski wants to run the ball as much or more than any head coach in the National Football League. He doesn't have his franchise quarterback to throw the ball for three months, so I sense that means a lot of work for Nick Chubb. All right, Colts at Texans. Let's focus on the Colts side. New quarterback there again, Matt Ryan. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor is the man, but there's always Naheem Hines lurking. Michael Pittman had, a, had a himself a season. What do you make of the Colts in terms of fantasy implications? Yeah, so you upgraded at quarterback. You went to a future Hall of Famer who's in, I think, the top eight all-time in yards who probably has a year or two left. So you upgraded there. What does that mean for Taylor? Frank Reich talked within the last two weeks about more of a role for Naeem Hines. Michael Pittman is moving into another season. In the end, Jonathan Taylor is still your best player and I sense he will still be the main guy for the Indianapolis Colts. But I want to see the volume in the first game. All right, Saints at Falcons, I'll just throw it to you. What do you got there? Is Cordero Patterson as much of a factor as last season? Uh, some other things have changed. Pitts will be split out more. Drake London is a new wide receiver one on offense. New, quote, starting running back, uh, the, the kid out of BYU. Can Mark, Marcus Mariota actually stay healthy for 60 minutes in the opener? Uh, I'm wondering about Cordero Patterson, who was one of the best waiver claims in the first three weeks in fantasy last year and finished as basically a top 10 running back. Ravens at the Jets. Um, Lamar Jackson acting as his own agent, looking for a contract. What do you think we get out of him in week one? I mean, does he do enough? where the Ravens throw $200 million guaranteed at him after this game. I'm on record on my podcast saying the numbers, the trends, uh, the injuries say you don't do this. Because, Gil, you know, why did the Rams have to give away Goff? Because it was a bad contract. Why did the Eagles have to give away Wentz? Because it was a bad contract. Those were 60 to $70 million contracts. We're talking $200 million contracts now. I don't think Harbaugh can evolve Lamar Jackson anymore, and I think the league has figured him out. That's why I hope the Ravens move on from Lamar Jackson and don't throw that kind of money at him. All right, so I, you know, I'm not playing fantasy anymore, but a bunch of my friends do, and uh, one of my buddies was was so upset because he was about to pick Travis Etienne, and then he his computer was lagging, and he got auto picked away from him. He ended up with Zeke, which I told him might be a blessing in disguise because Zeke was like the sixth biggest um, running back point getter last year. But he was upset he didn't get Etienne. Where do you stand on Etienne? And now Robinson is healthy. So what what goes on in the Jags backfield? 
Yeah, and we know James Robinson is excellent. Uh, James will be active week one. I want to I want to see the timeshare between ATN, who we haven't seen in a regular season game, and we know what Robinson can do in regular season games when he's 100% healthy, and he has an actual head coach with offensive Super Bowl uh, acumen in Doug Peterson. Um, so, I mean, I like Robinson, but I want to see what ATN does. All right, so no Devontae for Aaron Rodgers. Who is his? Like, what, what do you make of that wide receiver group? And then, and who do who, who do the Vikings? Who's the sneaky guy on the Vikings in terms of fantasy? The sneaky guy on the Vikings might be K.J. Osborne because I don't think Thielen stays healthy. And as Matt Bowen has talked about on Twitter, the Vikings are going to use more three wide receiver sets this year. For the Packers, I'll put it to you like this. Those investing in Alan Lazard as a wide receiver one for the Packers, here's my question. Was he even a wide receiver two with Devontae Adams? How do you go from a wide receiver three to a wide receiver one overnight? I don't think that works. Randall Cobb, at least to start the season, might be the one guy Aaron Rodgers can trust until further notice. Giants and Titans. Titans are pretty straightforward, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Uh, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. He might not have gone number one in fantasy drafts this year behind Taylor, but in a lot of leagues he went two and deservedly so. All right, Raiders at Chargers. Obviously, Devontae Adams now with Derek Carr. Do you, are you, how do you, what do you make of that, I guess, for the season? Do you expect big things? And then Hunter Renfro coming off just a monster year as well. Yeah, I think it means very good things for Hunter Renfro because Devontae Adams is the wide receiver one. And we all want to see Carr and Adams be on the same page, hit the ground running in a regular season game from the start. Chiefs at Cardinals, the last of the day games. I was shocked to see that Zeke was the number six running back in fantasy last year. I was also shocked that James Conner was number five. Yep, number five. Because close to the red zone, Conner got all those looks, and Kyler Murray wasn't doing the running last year. So can James Conner pick up where he left off, especially no DeAndre Hopkins, no Chase Edmonds um, in Arizona this year? All right, and we were just talking about Zeke, but we've obviously known, those of us who watch football, those of us who bet football, that Tony Pollard's kind of been the guy. He's probably been better. Um, what's the story in that backfield for fantasy? Well, as you said, Zeke was RB6 in my scoring settings last year. So he's still there, uh, but rookie left tackle over under over under his two holding penalties on the rookie left tackle against the Bucks. Pollard was only on the field, Gil, for 30% of the Cowboys' offensive plays last year. Based on what they don't have now, I would expect that number to increase to 50% or more this year. And remember, he was essentially a wide receiver at Memphis, so they can use him split out, especially if these kids don't come along fast. All right, and then finally, Monday night, again, we're talking fantasy, but these have prop implications. Uh, it's the Broncos hosting Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. How should DK Metcalf owners feel? Okay, so here's my prop. Will the DK Metcalf meltdown on the sideline about not getting the ball when he's open happen before or after halftime? That's the prop. <laughs> okay, that's the prop. Let's see if we can get a sports book to put that on. How do we define meltdown? Uh, Todd, we appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you. We got through every game. Week one. We fan. did it. We did it. We did it. Yep. Todd Wright, everybody. Good to be with you, Gil. Good to be with you, as always. The Todd Wright Toddcast, and of course, the Todd Wright Fantasy Football Podcast, right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Still to come, Chrissy Andrews in studio, Matt Brown in a schedule, in a guest get upset, but Chris Felico on the other side. The Bear. Talk Survivor and college football next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Start your football season on the good foot or the right foot by subscribing to VSEN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSEN show host and guest. 24-7 video, season prep. That includes our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vsun.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Uh, just some uh, notes, by the way, but just dovetailing off uh, Todd Wright and Fantasy, uh, in case you missed the fact that uh, Rams rookie uh, Karen Williams could miss six weeks with a high ankle sprain. So even though Cam Akers was a fantasy disaster last night, maybe he's a good buy low. By the way, should mention that. And then um, the the Ravens. Just to clarify, the Ravens have the Ravens GM Eric DaCosta has issued a, a statement which has the gravitas of like someone dying. Kelly. Yeah, I felt the same way. He said, despite best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension with Lamar Jackson. This is all like against like purple Ravens. <laughs> we we greatly appreciate how he has handled this process, and we are excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We all will continue to work towards a long-term contract after the season, but for now, we are looking forward to a successful 2022 campaign. Stalemate, I believe, is what they call that. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to get it figured out. I have a feeling. By the way, we get tweets. I just want to read one here. This is from Brian Johnson. Hey, Gil, love the rapid-fire segment. Wife and I do the same each week. Each week has a prize. Loser this week has to cook dinner on Tuesday night. Love the show and listen every morning. Thank you, Brian. Kelly, how awkward would that be if you and I cooked each other dinner? I'm at your place. I brought, I brought the groceries. Kelly, your chicken parm is fabulous this week. <laughs> very awkward Tuesday night That's a night good dinner. idea by them. Yeah. That's a good idea, though. I like it. Uh, Gil is not a very good cook, I learned, uh, after he lost <laughs> this week. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the bear from College Game Day on ESPN. Uh, on, on, I should say on College Game Day on ESPN. But he's also half the Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast team. And, of course, part of Daily Wager, he's Chris Felica. How you doing, Chris? Hey, I've been better, Gil. It's been a rough... Uh, been a rough couple of a couple of days with the tennis having all my futures lined up and good in a great situation and then to have them all uh, uh all die it was rough I had a nice ticket on center at 14 to 1 i had caroline garcia like 40 to 1 30 to 1 14 to 1 that died i had a nice 10 to 1 on push cover to win the quarter that Oof. died samsonova to win the quarter you and i had discussed that yeah. it, it was just like one 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 beat after another every day there was hope and every day it ended in misery so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great having you. No, I'm. The, the, it's well, so, well, well that, that's the thing. Everyone, everyone. Oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. No, yeah. actually, no. Oh, I, I stink. 
I absolutely stink. No, it's it's so true though. I had Samsonova. She had eight set points. She squandered them all and then collapsed. Right? Like so. I I know. Uh, Kyrgios, for God's sakes, he became the short shot. Had him right thirty to one. Nope, couldn't get out of Nick Kyrgios's own way. So I, I know. I I I hear you, man. It, Zhang, we had such high hopes for Shinwen Zhang. Yep. You don't have any ego left, though. Is that the is that what you're saying to me? You have no ego. No, I, no, yeah. I, I, I was a, I was a, a firmly opposed, and, and and look, she could have been <laughs> opposed. Three matches. I mean, she, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I the stuff with her, with her psyche and, and the tennis balls and the hard court, yeah. and just where where I thought she was, and she very easily could have. She, she was there to be had against Pagula. She was there to be had uh, last night as well. So yeah. uh, that's. I, a, I don't necessarily think my thought process was wrong. Yeah, hadn't. hadn't I can play out that way. See, I would, I would, you know, you know me. I would spin that the other way. Like that's how great she is, right? The fact that she's right. playing hard hitters like Niemeyer and Sabalenka. She still managed to get past that. And then she's playing a top ten player. She can't get it. She can't win a single service game, and she figures out a way to beat Jesse. But we'll see. And I, I, I think she, I think she, I think she'll beat on Jabor on, on on Saturday. I mean, there's no way Jabor's going to go through another entire match with that. Without allowing a uh, a break point and oh. basically winning 90 percent of your first serve, yeah, that, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah, where was Jabor's serve out of nowhere? Uh, okay, you like some college football games. I want to get to your favorite Survivor picks as well. What was the story with Survivor? What do you like in Survivor this week? What are you doing? I'm pro- I'm going to use the Bengals uh, because I think people are just a little too high on Pittsburgh, and people are talking about Super Bowl hangover, but the Bengals improved their offensive line greatly. Uh, I can't see them losing at home in their season. They beat the Steelers twice convincingly last year. I'm of the mentality of I want to try to avoid some of these road teams that are massive favorites. Everyone's going to be on the Ravens. Everyone's going to be on the uh, the, the Broncos, everyone's going to be on the Falcons. I mean, they're, they're just they're game. Like, you and I have had this conversation. Like, like Survivor is so much about about game theory and gameplay, and just trying to avoid the uh, you. You want to zig when others zag. So, I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm going to use the Bengals on uh, a couple of my uh, circus survivors, and have to decide what I'm. I have four, so I'm definitely going to use two on the Bengals, and I have to decide if I want to either use the uh, do I want to use Chiefs, do I want to use Chargers, do I want to Get a little, a little, a little frisky, and use someone else. I, I don't know. You maybe use the Browns, but uh, yeah, I think the Bengals are my are my best. Uh, now, Chris, I'm not sure if you've heard, but Mike Tomlin has never finished a season <laughs> under 500. <laughs> I'm just hearing this. Just hearing this for the first time. Wow, amazing. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to let my wife know that my wife, the Steelers fan, know this when I get home on Sunday. That as long as he's under 500 come Sunday night, that's all I care about. All right, Chris. We have uh, we have a minute for each of these. Here we go. Uh-oh. College football plays that you love. Let us start with Texas A and M. What do you like there? Yeah, I, I like the Aggies. Usually, this would be a spot where I'd be looking to play against Texas A and M, uh, being that they have the big home game with Miami next week. But I think people are going to kind of have a, a little overreaction. Ow, ow, App State nearly came back and beat uh, North Carolina. All that offense, nineteen points. Uh, I think it's going to be. I think it's a little like too obvious that to, for a lot of people to take the points here. But App State was done in that game last week. It was over, and, and it was just a complete no show by the North Carolina defense in the fourth quarter. A and M's defense is not going to have a no show tomorrow. Uh, I, I can assure you of that. And, and I think with the way A and M played offensively on Saturday prior to that weather delay, there's room for improvement. So uh, I'm going to lay. I don't know if they're throwing 18 and a half out there. I know it's like 19. So I'm going to lay the points with A. Yeah, we have 19, uh, Texas A&M, and Jimbo land 19 against Appalachian State. Okay, also in the SEC. Oh, are you back in Mike Leach? Is that, what, is that what's about to happen right here? Mississippi, I am. Mississippi State. Oh, no. What do you like? They're at Arizona, by the way. Um, they are laying a 10 and a half, is it? Yeah, I think I saw a 10 at Circa just a couple of minutes ago. I don't know if that's maybe moved back up to 10 and a half. But, yeah, I think we're going to learn that last week's Arizona win over San Diego State was more about San Diego State being down than Arizona State being massively improved. Now, look, I think Arizona's going to be improved, but I don't think they're going to find the Mississippi State defense as easy to get those big chunk passing plays on. And I also think Will Rogers and the Bulldog offense have uh, far too many weapons to, to kind of expose to Arizona defense a little bit more than, than San Diego State was able to do. So I am going to uh, 
the delay the points with mistake. Okay, what could possibly go wrong? I mean, I would love to. I would love to. I'm totally texting you in the middle of that one. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you got you. You're back in Mike Leach, are you? Oh, well, yeah, well, well, well that, that'll be good. That'll be good. So I'll probably be at the uh, the Delta Sky Club in San Francisco right after the uh, the Stanford USC game ends tomorrow, tomorrow night. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be free. I'm sure I'll be in a great mood. After a 21-hour day. Wow. By the way, how's your how's your Thursday night NFL segueing into college football Saturday new schedule going so far? Reports are I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll find out because uh, we have the, the, the game next Thursday is our first game on Amazon. So oh, okay. that, that'll be the uh, yeah yeah we, we'll we have we'll head to Kansas City on Wednesday and then do the game on Thursday and then head to guessing College Station. I don't know that for a fact yet. But I would think Miami A&M would probably be high on the list for next week. So, no, we're, 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 I know Kirk and I are pretty excited. It felt weird last night to have a game on Thursday and not not be there. And at the same time, it was funny that we kind of had our doubts about the uh, the Rams offensive line after seeing them a couple of times. And, boy, did that come out to uh, come, come to fruition last night. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It's hard to, it's hard to know where it was great defense and great offense because it, it met somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. One more college football, obviously Florida and Kentucky, huge rivalry. Well, a rivalry that Florida dominated in the most dominant kind of way for many, many years. Kentucky has made it very competitive here of late. Anthony Richardson and Florida looking great in week one. But you are taking, you, you like Kentucky here. You're taking the points. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I think it's it's up to six now in, in, in some spots. And uh, I am going to take Kentucky. Uh, I, I think Kentucky getting uh kid back on defense right, the linebacker is going to be massive for them. It's going to allow uh, Mark Stoops to do a lot of the things defensively that he likes to do, and that will be big in shutting down Will, uh, Will Richardson. I could buy Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. How about that? But it's going to be good to, to, to shut uh, Richardson down a little bit in that running game. And, and, and I, I think it's a little – I know Kentucky did beat them last year, but it feels like it's a little obvious, uh, a, a, little, a little bit too clear of a letdown spot for Florida coming off that big win over Utah last week. I, I think – I think Florida is certainly better than people thought they would have been, but I think laying six here with with the Kentucky team that kind of enjoys this role. I'm sure knowing Mark Stoops, I know he he kind of was pissed off at the world, and uh, this week we'll be very motivated and amped to get one of his better defensive players back to go into Gainesville and uh, hopefully pull the upset. All right, A and M, Mississippi State, Kentucky is a three pack from Chris Felica. Chris, thanks for making the time. It just means, it just means more in the SEC. <laughs> Thank you for making the time. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Matt Brown. I've heard of that guy. Next, NFL. Numbers game, Visa, the sports betting. A numbers game on Visa, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Bronx. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer in the house. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is a regimented workout guy who really can't be bothered by pesky radio shows like this. But today it's Legs Day, so he's made some time. He is the former co-host of Primetime Action and now the co-host of VEASAN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni, 4 to 6 Eastern, weekdays, 1 to 3 Pacific. It's Matt Brown, everybody, and a scheduling coup. How you doing, man? I am doing great. Listen, I was telling you guys before we went on, the things I do for my friends. <laughs> I mean... Back in this workout up an hour and a half to be oh. on here with you guys, I know, but you know what? Each and every week we're going to have some fun. Hopefully make some money as well over the course of the season. I for real thought you were like doing quad lifts under the desk right now, just like you're doing no, the workout while... Okay. You don't know no. that. We don't, we don't no, know. We don't know. For sure, true. we don't know. He yeah, could be I have one of those little, uh, yeah. you know, like the little, like mini, mini, like <laughs> treadmill things, yes. like the mini cycles under, that goes underneath the desk. Oh, what, yeah. what, were the, what were the thigh things in the 90s? Yes, the thigh oh. master. Yes, Suzanne Suzanne Summers. Yes. Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. Yeah. Oh, I hope she made out with that. I think she did. I know. Yeah. All right. So listen, you have a bevy. Can I use the word bevy? A bevy of plays here in the National yes. Football League. But let me just ask you about last night first, Matt. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's Matt Brown, everybody. Um, so. We, we went through it all. Just an amazing performance by Josh Allen. Really an amazing performance by the Bills because they overcome four turnovers, which is, as we went through, just doesn't happen that often where you, you have four turnovers and you win by 21, for God's sakes. <laughs> is your takeaway, yeah. we don't want to overreact, right, to, to any one week, but is your takeaway more, oh boy, the Bills sure are the team to beat in the NFL this year, or is it uh, the Rams might have some problems, particularly on the offensive line? Well, there's that, and then also just the curiosity that I had of what the really the scheme was with all of that. I mean, Alan Robinson got two targets in that game, right? Yeah. I mean, like you're sitting there, and it's like I get it, Pepper Cooper Cup, you should, 
But eventually, you're going to have to look elsewhere. And it looked like Matthew, Matt Stafford wasn't even looking at Allen Robinson. I mean, like there were there were times Allen Robinson was certainly open, and he just dumped it either to Higby or, or tried to force something to cup. And I get it, you know, the familiarity with those two guys as opposed to Allen Robinson. They didn't play at all in the preseason, so maybe he doesn't have the trust in him quite yet, or they hadn't figured things out. But Man, that was really odd to me as well, because I thought for sure Allen Robinson was going to come in and fill the gap in that as that secondary receiver very admirably. And that did not end up being the case either. And so, you know, look, eventually teams will let you just go over, go underneath the cup over and over and over and over again. And, you know, if that's the way that you want to run this offense, I think they'll let them do that. But boy, it was that was interesting to me. Cup. 15 targets, 13 catches for 128 and a touchdown. The rest of the Rams receivers, 16 <laughs> catches, two of which were Robinson on 26 targets, only 112 yards receiving, to your point. So there's that. Yeah, Allen Robinson looking around me like, I, I really liked it when Hackenberg was throwing these There was one point in the second quarter where I saw him run in after a play to help, help a teammate up, and I'm like, Who's wide receiver number one? Like, who is this on the, on the Rams now? Oh, it's Allen yeah. Robinson. Like, where's he been at the whole game? <laughs> Poor guy. Seriously. Give me McGloin. Um, okay, so Sunday. Now, by the way, did you have a play on that game last night at all? Yeah, I had the Bills as two-point favorites. Nice. That was a, a, a little ticket Kelly and I had ran ran behind you right there and went and made over the counter. So that was, mm-hmm. a, that was a good one. Okay. So let's start with your straight bets in the National Football League, week number one. I see a couple that were simpatico on. Let's start with the Vikings. That's one of them. Yeah, Vikings, two-point uh, two point dogs in this one. Listen, the line is moving in our direction. I mean, it's it's one at DraftKings right now in favor of of uh, of the Packers. And, this thing. and look, I look at this and I'm saying, hey, if I am as convicted about this Viking team as I am, which I do. I have a ton of conviction on this team. I mean, I think that they win the division. I think that they have MVP candidates, maybe in Kirk Cousins, Offensive Player of the Year candidates, and Justin Jefferson. I mean, I think that there's the sky's a limit here because you get Zimmer out of town, you bring in a couple of coaches that have the Rams pedigree, should be able to move the ball through the air much, much better. And again, I just think it's kind of naive of us to look at this and think that it's going to be no big deal that Devontae Adams is not there for this Packers squad. I agree. I mean, he had 169 targets last year, and he, <laughs> and he missed a game. He missed three games last year. He had 149 targets, and, and, and that's still missing three games. I mean, this is crazy. And by the way, the one thing that we're like, okay, well, at least he has some familiarity with Alan Lazard. He's likely not to play, so they're going to run out two rookies and two receivers that are absolute complete dust, and that's who's going to be starting for this team. And so, look, will Aaron Rodgers figure out a way down the line to make this work probably because he's Aaron Rodgers, but I think it's a pretty big task here in week one to get that done against this Vikings team that gets Daniel Hunter back. Who's going to be giving him some trouble from that defensive line position as well. So I'm bullish on this Vikings team. And if I'm as bullish on them as I am in this particular spot as well, I can't see a, a reason not to back them, not only traditionally, but then also, you know, taking that two up to an eight as well. Hey, Matt, could you bring some passion and energy next time you're on the show? <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, so the, the other one we like, we both like, because uh, we're both on the Vikings, uh, is the Chargers. Now, we liked them both when they were, we liked the Chargers when it was at three, three and a hook's mm-hmm. a different story, but you have them in pocket at three. Yeah, I got them at three. And listen, is the J.C. Jackson news great? No, I don't love the fact that he's not going to be out there. That is certainly one of the reasons why we like this team so much better than last year. They went and addressed their major deficiency, which was on the defensive side of the ball. You go get J.C. Jackson, Sebastian Joseph Day. You go do all these things on the defensive side where you start to look and you say, oh, People could just run at will against them. Let's go get Sebastian Joseph Day, who can sit there and plug one of the best run defenders there is. And so I really, really liked what they did on the defensive side of the ball. The offensive side of the ball was already there. We weren't questioning whether they were going to be able to move the ball or not. And then Herbert, of course, one of the short shots to win MVP, one of the short shots to lead the league in passing, passing touchdowns, all the things like that. I truly believe that he is as good as we are hyping him up to be. I truly do believe all of that. Um, Now, look. There is something inside of me, at least a little bit, that goes, hey, are you discrediting what's going on on the Raiders side of things? They did bring in Devontae Adams. They did add some other pieces. But, Gil, really, for me, this offensive line is going to be a problem for this Raiders squad. And and if there is anybody that's going to be able to go out there and instantly 
really cause havoc. Bosa is going to be that guy. And I think Derek Carr, I, I think that this Raiders team can figure some stuff out as we move forward. I think that they are at least a borderline playoff team for sure. But boy, I think this game one going up against Bosa and company, it's going to be rough for Derek Carr back there. Let's go from your lips to God. I hope that it, I hope that absolutely <laughs> manifests. All right. The, here are two more games though. I am not involved in these. You landed on the chiefs ultimately. Yeah, and this actually just came out really just as I started to, you know, look, we sometimes act on injury news here and and I'm not I'm not as high on the Chiefs as a lot of people are. I mean, this is uh, I've documented I think that there's a chance they can maybe even be third in that division when it's all said and done. But look, you're without DeAndre Hopkins for the first 6 games. JJ Watt hadn't practiced in 3 weeks because of COVID and this calf thing that he's got going on. Your best offensive lineman in Rodney Rodney Hudson isn't prob it probably is not going to play or play very injured because his knee flared back up on him. Zach Ertz is dealing with a calf injury, leaving him questionable to play in in this game as well. And then Marcus Golden, who's probably your best pass rusher at this point, is is playing either really beat up or whatever. He practiced for the first time yesterday since the beginning of August. Like August 1 was the last time he practiced. Yesterday was the first time that he got back out there. So, I mean, it's kind of the walking wounded here for this Arizona team. And, of course, the suspension there for DeAndre Hopkins, which eventually, when this thing got under the six and it hit the five and a half, it was just too much for me to pass up. Now, I understand Tyreek Hill's out of town. I get it. You still have Kelsey. I still, You still have Mahomes. They'll take the dink and dunk stuff all the way down the field, and I just don't know what Arizona's going to do. Rondell Moore came up lame yesterday in practice with a hamstring issue as well for this offense. So, I mean, I just don't know what Arizona's going to do on an offensive standpoint to, to score enough points here, and I think that the Chiefs, the one thing I do know heading into this, they still have Patrick Mahomes, they still have Travis Kelsey, and at least they're healthy heading into this game. All right, and then the final one real quick. You are on the Eagles. You're laying the points at Detroit. Are you also beyond this game? Are you, like, massively uh, invested in the Eagles beyond this? Futures? Yeah. Season wins? Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty tanked for for the Eagles. And, look, you know, it's this is mainly, like, offensive line is absolutely awesome, but the thing about it was, if you liked the Lions, the thing that you liked was you were able to point and say, hey, the one strength of this team is the offensive line. They already lost their starting right tackle for the season, and now it looks like center Frank Ragnall is not going to play. It looks like their other, uh, off- one of their other offensive linemen and Tommy Kramer isn't going to play. So now three of your five starters of the one unit that you were saying was actually good is not going to do that. And what do we know about Jared Goff? Hey, clean pocket Jared Goff? Actually, not that bad, right? At least league average, maybe even a little better than league average. Pressured Jared Goff, one of the worst quarterbacks you were going to see ever in this Eagles defensive line, certainly with three backups in there for the Lions on their offensive line, can create a bunch of havoc and and certainly give us that bad Jared Goff experience. And so at three and a half, the Eagles are worth backing to me. All right, let's just flash up all of Matt's teasers. We won't go through them one by one, but Matt is here. I, I respect many things about Matt Brown. Um, one of which is your willingness to go big or just get crushed in any yeah. given week. So you got a bunch of teasers, Colts, Browns, Vikings, Ravens, Jaguars, Niners, some uh, various combinations of all of them. Mm-hmm. In fact, seven deep on these. So yes, yes, the Colts don't get it done this week. This it's could be, be a bad week. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a bad week for me. Yeah, that's for sure. Matt, great seeing you, man. Let's do it Appreciate every Friday. It. Can't wait, can't wait. Matt Brown, everybody. You know that guy, Kelly? You met him before? Matt yeah, Brown? Yeah, fairly familiar with him. Fairly familiar. Co-host of Final Countdown here at Visa with Stormy Bonatoni. Once again, 4 to 6 Eastern, 1 to 4 Pacific, Monday through Friday. It's a good little radio show, those two Final got going. Final Countdown. We didn't necessarily need that, but okay. <laughs> Chrissy Andrews, my mishpucha, in studio next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers and experiences and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With all this uh, NFL talk, Kelly, did you know that the Connecticut Sun scored the final 18 points of the game last night? Was it? It was the final 18 of the game? I yes. saw there was an 18-0 run in the fourth it quarter. It was the final 18 points of the game. They overcome a nine-point deficit and win by nine to beat the Sky, and they're going to play the Aces, the yeah, Connecticut I, Sun and the Las Vegas Aces. I did run to check what that line was for, hey, guess what Guess what time the game is on Sunday, the game one of the WNBA Finals. Let me guess, right against the NFL. Yeah, you're right, right smack dab in the middle, noon Pacific time, game one out here in Las Vegas, uh, the Aces laying six. And they're like minus 200-something to win the title. Would be Las Vegas's first professional sports team to win a title. Let's say that over and over till, that, <laughs> until someone's like, that's amazing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's my mishpucha. He runs the South Point Hotel Casino here at the tip of the strip. He, of course, is the author of Then One Day, Then One Year, and so many books still to come. He's Chrissy Andrews. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great. Let me just ask you this off the top. Yeah. Okay. This is your what? Your 474th year booking football? What 475. Yeah. yeah. So here we are. First game last night. Yeah. On the cusp of week one Sunday, does this still, after all these years, by the way, it's 40 years, to, to, not to be a, not to joke it's 43. About it, 43 years. 43. Does this still move your needle? Like, does this still get you juiced? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this, the, let me ask you this in another way. Yeah. Is it one of the few things that still gets you going now? In a way that is like above the fray? Uh, yeah, there's a couple things. Yeah. This is certainly one of them. Uh, the NCAA tournament. Sure. Kentucky Derby. You still love the Breeders' team. Cup. Yeah. Ooh, you know. Kelly Kelly said that to me yesterday. He's like, Gil, I can't wait for the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. <laughs> when is he gonna get here already? You know, I mean those yeah, those things excite me. You know, so there's uh yeah. there is a few things in life in this world, and that's one of them. Wait, end of September? Is that what it is? Breeders' Cup? It's no. kind of November. Right? November. Yeah, First week. Oh, November. A couple more months. <laughs> oh man, I gotta wait two more months now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh okay. So what and so the the obvious question year to year and and we sort of gotten the pat answer of like is this year bigger than the previous year? Sure. How about for you? Because you're you, this is not a this is not DraftKings, right? You're not inc- you're not adding jurisdictions or states. No. Um, 
But for you so far, like how does it, you've gotten X percentage of money so far? This is always cracks me up. We've had a whole summer. Yeah. You've gotten this amount of money. Yeah. What percentage of handle is still to come between now and 10 a.m. Pacific Sunday? 90 some. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. 90 some. <laughs> And people like if, and people will get shut out if we're here 10 a.m. Sunday nah, morning. we make sure you know we make sure nobody gets shut out. Yeah, we do our best. We do a, our best. There's not someone in the back of the line who's like, "I want my bedding." No, I mean, listen, we got 12 windows. Yeah, everyone occupied. We have 11 kiosks. True that. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, and you know, kickoffs at 10. We put it in like 10:03. You know, I mean, unless somebody returns the kick for or fumbles or something. Oh, like that. you'll accommodate. Well, yeah, we'll 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 give me an extra couple minutes. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. So, what is the game? I, I would imagine if I asked you, hey, what's the game that's going to be the biggest handle? You'll say the Sunday night game. I would imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the two teams playing. Yeah, sure. Cowboys yeah. and Bucks. Yeah. Although last night was pretty big too. How big was last night? Compared. Well, I'll tell to- you what. So we opened the Rams a one-point favorite. Wait. I can't remember when. Right. We got as high as Buffalo three. And in the last hour, hour and a half, all Rams money. Really? All Rams money. So I had to text uh, Ryan Grounding and say, by the way, I told you to root for the Rams. No, root for Buffalo. So what do you make? Like, And, and you're, you're back there. You're yeah. watching this happen. Yeah. What are, you, uh, what are you looking for? Who is making those bets? Absolutely, yeah. And who was making those Rams bets? Uh, sharp, sharp betters, yeah, on the Rams. Yeah. And what do you think? The what, what was your reasoning? Like, what, what did you determine from that? Um, you know, I you know, listen, our business is very much like the stock market. You know, when you get um, in a lot of ways, yeah. How many people have bought Amazon already? Quite a few. Mm-hmm. There's probably not that many guys in the market that are, I can't wait to buy some Amazon this morning. <laughs> I got to get it. I got to get some <laughs> Apple. You know, that's a pretty good company. You know that, Gil. <laughs> so right now, you got guys are saying, eh. We should have put this on VEASAN Plus. <laughs> it should have been behind the paywall. Yeah. I got to make that note now with uh, the one we were talking on the break, you know, about <laughs> your, you your super secret to losing Copyright weight. Copyright that one, my, too, My Kelly. super <laughs> secret to losing weight. Uh-huh. My super secret. Everybody lean in. I'm eating less. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're blowing me away. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I think a lot of guys just feel the market had crested at that point. This is as good as they've been waiting. Maybe Uh, just, you know, there's, um, you know, contrarians, a lot of contrarians in the market. A lot of sharp guys are indeed contrarians. I think they felt the market got as high as it was going to get. And they came in both, you know, money line and uh, taking the points. Okay. I know you don't like to give exact but you can like blink twice if I'm near. Does that end up being a a on a first Thursday night of the game of the year? Does that end up being a low six figure win for you? A high five figure? A low five figure? I'm looking at blinking nothing. Uh, I can't see no, I'm not going to tell you. But, it but it's a good win. But it's a good win. Yeah, it's a good. Listen, we still had a ton of Buffalo money. Sure. The, the fact of the matter is, once they kicked off, we were in a very good position, no matter what. You know, if if the Rams did wind up winning. I tell you the truth, I don't even know if we would have lost. We oh, had so been, much money both ways. Would have I been mean, modest if you had. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it might have been a small, modest loss, but I'm not even sure it would have been a loss at all, especially with the game staying under. What percentage of your te- of, of what you ended up winning was because of Rams teaser legs? Not as much as you would think. I, you know, Jeff hmm. Fogel, a friend of the show, texted yes. me earlier. He loves those Wong teasers getting I over. Do too. Well, how can you not? Yeah. You know, especially with a home team. And uh, so he got me looking at it, and there there really was not that many Rams teasers, oh, that's which was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah, because it really fit the pattern uh, of a very valuable teaser. You know, you get you can go over seven, you can get an eight and a half or eight uh, on a six point teaser. Um, and, you know, at a home dog, the home dog, by the way, happened to be the Super Bowl, defending Super Bowl champions, you know, but uh, there was not that many on the Rams teasers. Um, I want to just bring up something also, because you were, you know, I've, I've been with Chrissy back there. You're, you're watching bets come in. You're taking all kinds of money here at the counter. Yeah. And uh, just people, people should know that um, that's different from an app, right? That's just how it works yeah. here. Yeah. The way, listen, this is, you know, uh, you know, by orders of Michael gone, you know, he wants people coming in to the casino. You know, that's the way you know, our limits are smaller on the app. And I know other places have bigger limits on the app. That's the way they want to do it. But, you know, I have, and, you know, I, I wrote about this in my last book. And if you haven't bought the book yet, 
why not? <laughs> it's called then, can, then I, one year. Then one year, and I can use the three bucks. God knows. Uh, you're, anyway. really get, you're not getting three from each, are you? <laughs> I am. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Then uh, one year. Yeah. There you go. Kelly, you can just give me three bucks. We'll call it. Yeah, we'll call it. But anyway, Michael and I, it's in the book. I, mean, I disagreed with him on what he wanted. But listen, that's the way it is. And I've joked about it since then. Just take a look around you. Michael Gons made let's say, over a billion good decisions. Pretty good. All you have to do is look around. And uh, and I have to respect that. I think he – and I, I've said this numerous times. I never get any pushback. I think he's the greatest casino operator in the world. And well, if there's somebody better, tell me who it is. Well, is it, I mean, honestly, I've, I've worked here for five and a half years. This is a pretty happy employee uh, pool of people right here. Yeah, from the they employees, the, the customers, yeah. just everything. You know, Michael Gons made a million good decisions. And did I uh, disagree with him at first? I did. But now I really don't. I'm, I'm fine living with it, and uh, that's just the way he wants it. And I can tell you this. Our ticket counts are up. Our handle is up. Our win is up. So evidently, Michael Gons kind of knows what he's doing. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. All right. So just for anybody who, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know some guys complain every once in a while on Twitter. I get, you know, but I mean, it's the way it is. Complain all you want. Michael Gunn isn't going to change his mind because of some guy he's never heard of is complaining about it. <laughs> That's all right. I just wanted to point that out. All right. So then in the end, in our final minute here, you you do expect the Sunday night game to be the biggest of all. But well, what, what, of, what of the Sunday afternoon games? What do you think ends up with the most action? Sunday afternoon. Probably Chiefs and Cardinals. Uh, no, I take it back. Raiders, Chargers. Raiders, because Raiders. Because of the regional proximity. Yeah, the regional proximity, and plus we're around the three. Right. Anything around the three always inspires a little extra action. I don't know if we're going to go to three at this game. You know, I mean, we're still 48 hours or so away from this, so I don't know where we're going to wind up. But, uh, you know, the action comes in, and, uh, you know, we just kind of respond to it. Like last night, I had no opinion on the game. I just responded to the action. Yeah. You know, and and you're, that's the way we'll do it from now on. And your biggest decision will be the Sunday night game, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I don't, don't know. think the decision's that big right now. No really, way to know. I, I don't think so. Anyway. Okay. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, we run out of time. I'm Might sorry. be Monday night, by the way. Might be Monday night, too. Broncos and Seahawks. Chrissy Andrews, everybody, at Andrew Sports on the Twitter machine. Great to see you. Guessing lines on Monday. Oh, yes. Week two, cannot wait. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kevin the Corner. Thank you, everybody downstairs, Wyatt and Isaiah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.